you all right. My name's Paul. I've got autism and I make random videos based on my version of autism and the way my head works. And I stick the videos on the internet in case you fancy giving them a watch. And this is a pilot um, of an idea I've wanted to do for ages. I've basically wanted to do views on the news. I wanted to take news articles, discuss it from my perspective, give my opinion on it and see where it ends up. But one of the problems with that is I didn't want to get into arguments or debates or who's right, who's wrong based on opinions over uh, comments. And that kind of always put me off. Um, so I've been going between, should I do it? Should I not do it? Should I do it? Should I not do it? And it's almost like the perfect news story fell in my lap. I'll be honest. Um, so what I want to do, if you don't mind, is I'm going to read you bits of this news article, which I will put a link to it in the description below. Um, so you can read it, you know, in your own time, at your own leisure. But basically, I want to talk. I want to, I want to think out loud. I want to give my opinion on this news article that came through today. And basically, it's about an autistic man who has a service cat. So you've heard of service dogs. This guy's got a service cat like a therapy cat, and um, it's been refused um, access to Sainsbury's, the supermarket giant. Um, the cat has been refused access, um, and, you know, that cat is his to calm him down, make him feel better. So let me just read a little bit of the news article. I'll, try, I'll kind of try and just pick out the parts where he speaks um, and a couple of the points as I go through it. So I've got the news article up on my phone. Um, and then once I've read the parts, I'm going to give my opinion on it, whether it's welcome or not. But let's see where we end up. So this man, 51, 51 years old, his cat's 12, is taking legal action against Sainsbury's because they denied entry to, for his assistant's cat. Okay. He was left upset and trembling after he was ordered out of a branch in South London. Sainsbury's welcomes assistance dogs but says cats could pose a hygiene risk and it's asked its environmental health team to investigate possible solutions. Um, so he'd been in a couple of Sainsbury's before this and that was all right, but he's tried to go in this other one and it wasn't allowed. Um, wanted to speak to the manager. The manager, uh, well, he never got anywhere near the manager by the sound of it. And he says, I just shut down. I, wa I just wanted to leave and was trembling because he couldn't bear thinking about leaving the cat outside. So I don't know what you do halfway around the world, but people in England used to tie their dogs up outside shops and go in for the bread, the milk, come back, and off they go with the dog. But the way England's gone now with the prices through the roof and puppy farming, people steal dogs if they're tied up, so nobody does that anymore. So we obviously couldn't tie his cat up because no one sees cats tied up outside. That's not a common sight. He says he treats the cat's fur and uh, feeds a special diet so she's not going to, you know, do the toilet in the shop and uh, won't get any ticks or anything like that. He says the cat acts as a conversation starter and a social lubricant. Um, prior to Chloe, I would be overwhelmed by the bright lights. I would forget what I was there for. I couldn't make a decision. I would become flustered and would end up leaving. So this is before he had the service cat. 
But with Chloe, I can do a full shop. It's not a silver bullet, but it's not as stressful. Um, so with this Lumi litigation with Sainsbury's, Mr. Fenn, that's the name of the gentleman, um, they just close the conversation. They're not treating me with respect. Well, when people start litigation, communication is generally closed. Um, I don't have a lot of choice. They are the only supermarket within walking distance. There's nothing similar to Sainsbury's. Um, and he sometimes takes his cat on the train to Tesco because it's a train ride away. Um, he goes to other places with the cat. He says it's just Sainsbury's that has this issue. From a personal perspective, I would rather not be taking court action because it is stressful and a considerable amount of money. I agree. Um, so obviously the Equality Act 2010, which is, you know, the English law to make employers put um, a reasonable adjustment in place, it doesn't extend this far. Um, and I will obviously let you read the rest of that news article um, that, like I say, I'll link in the um, description below. So what do you think? Should this gentleman be allowed to take his cat, service cat, his therapy cat, whatever term you want to use, into a supermarket. Um, no, is, uh, is my answer. Because a dog does a lot, you know, a service dog. And I'll, I'll explain all my points. Don't just get mad because I'm disagreeing with an autistic person and we're all meant to band together. You know, you, you look at service dogs, they can stop blind people from walking in the road, warn them of dangers that are coming up, you know, sort of block the path. Um, if somebody has a fit or they collapse or they have a health issue, the dog will pick up its own harness and find someone and lead them back to the person who needs help. You know, a, a dog, a service dog does more than that. You know, this cat is just something that calms him down. I've got a cat, I've got a dog. I would love to take my dog, George, to work with me. Love it, because I make monstrous car journeys, which are very boring. I'd love George, sat there in the seat, watching all the traffic go by, seeing people wave at him, you know, as he's like propped up, like panting or whatever. I'd love that. But my cat is daft and... He would give me more stress if I took him out of the house because he has to be a house cat for a million reasons, which I'm happy to discuss with someone at one point if they ever say, your cat should go outside. It's for his benefit and other cats, right, health-wise, why he's not allowed out. But I, I couldn't take him anywhere because I wouldn't be able to take my eye off him, you know, and he's generally well-behaved. Love to take George, though. What a happy thing that would be to do my day job and take a dog with me. It'd be the best. But I can't push that card too hard. You know, I've got to make sure I've ticked my boxes and covered my bases in a workplace when it comes to reasonable adjustments. Hopefully people who are watching this will have seen my butterfly effect videos, which saw the the downfall and hopefully the rise of, <laughs> of me again. But um so I've got to play it very close and very careful. Whereas this gentleman is a software designer, gets to do it from home. So he doesn't actually have to go out and do the job by the sound of it. But he was diagnosed two years ago and he's 51 now. 
and he was overwhelmed with the bright lights in the shops before that. And I was diagnosed when I was 34. I always had a problem going shopping. I still have a problem now, but I've corrected a bit of my own behavior where I don't go at midday on a weekend to get my bits and bobs and be very, very surprised when I can't get anywhere because people just dive in your way in the shops. They just, you can be looking at some, you know, milk, bread, bacon, sausage, whatever, and you are there staring and they just walk right in front of you and grab it. They don't ask you, to, no, excuse me. You know, they don't wait while you're just looking for the product you usually get and get all it. They just dart in your way. That's rude. You know, shops should have one-way systems through the aisles. They don't, so it's like demolition derby with the shopping carts. And then you get to the checkout, and there's always about four or five members of staff management stood watching the tills to see which one should open up. And then there's queues right down the aisles. It's like, jump on a till. You know, the queues won't be so long. Watching them doesn't make them go down quicker. But it's mayhem for me. It's carnage. So I don't go anymore at those times which would cause me a problem. And I will go after eight o'clock on a Tuesday generally because that's when it's the quietest, you know, I, because that is something I've had to do. I've had to self-manage a few of my issues over time, you know, trial and error, break the issue, you know, find them wrong, try something else. But this gentleman will go with his cat. Now, I couldn't do that with my version of autism because the cat would be, as he says, it's social lubricant. It's a conversation starter. I don't want to speak to people. I need to be incognito and I need to get what I need and I need to be gone. So the fact that he's then talking to everyone because of his cat as well is um, just a touch unusual from my perspective. And then you've got to remember... He finds the lights overwhelming, would forget what he was there for. You know, when you're finding things overwhelming, you still have the responsibility for yourself to make sure you're not as overwhelmed. The shop isn't going to change. Sainsbury's is worth millions and millions. They've got thousands of staff, hundreds of stores. This one bloke wants to take his cat. Then, you know, it's not going to, it's not going to change for him because if you change for him, it's a dangerous precedent. Because someone might say, well, I've got a pet iguana and that makes me calm as well. I've got a lion. You know, my lion is, you know, so calms me down. I never forget what I need when I've got my lion with me. And I get you can't take a lion, you know, especially in this country, but you could take an alpaca, you could, <laughs> you could take a llama, you know. Where's the line going to be drawn? Like I say, service dogs offer a lot, whereas this gentleman, in my opinion, can do a lot more for himself rather than take Sainsbury's to court. So. He finds it overwhelming. Go when it's quieter. Cats are great at being left at home by themselves. You know, if you're stressed and bothered because it's overwhelming, you know, lights are lights and they will always be on. They're on from the second the store opens to the second they close because the supermarkets, they don't have natural windows all the way through the store. They're usually a massive sort of warehouse built premise, you know, half brick, half iron corrugated metal roof um, and they've got domes of uh, skylights on so they've always got the lights on anyway so no matter what time you go lights are there you know you'd forget what you went in for write a list if you write a list down if you know you're going to be overwhelmed and bothered you write a list you do things to manage i do i have to i've always got it on my phone always of what i need 
or I have it on paper and on the paper and even on the phone, I write it in the order I know the aisles are coming so I can just delete it or tear it off. So I know I'm done. So he could take responsibility of why he forgets things. He could reduce his anxiety and overwhelming feelings by going when it's not busy without the cat. He could also do home shopping. He obviously knows how to use a computer because he's a software engineer. Order it. Do an online shop. Get it delivered to your house. That's another stress reliever. The problem for me is that he was diagnosed two years ago. So when he was 48, 49, he got diagnosed. And now he is saying, I need a service cat. And I'm going to take Sainsbury's, a supermarket giant, to court. Oh, hello, Sky News, massive global conglomerate. I'm doing this, by the way. Does that not just smell a little bit of attention-seeking? It does a little bit to me because I think that's a dangerous route to take. That, that is not what I would, the sword I would want to die on. That is not what I would want to hang my hat on and be remembered for the rest of my life that tries to take on a multi-million pound supermarket because I want to take my cat shopping. You know, and I, I just don't see the severity of the need. He can still exist. He can still buy food. He can still go shopping. He can do an online shop. A lot of bigger stores are 24-7. He can go anytime he wants. He can do shorter trips. He, Like I say, he can order online. He doesn't need to take his cat with him to do this. And I just think when, you know, diagnosed at 49, he was never, if he wasn't taking his cat before then, why does he now need to do it? And don't get me wrong, I, I do have sympathy for the guy to, to go that far in life and then go, I can finally take the mask off a little bit and finally be more like me. But to me, that's an attention-seeking draw, taking a cat. It's attention-seeking to now go to the papers and, you know, TV and like a Sky News to talk about it. I just think it, there's a lot to it. And I think from my perspective, again, which is all I can offer, is it for people who don't know about autism, this is what is going to be remembered. You know, for people who have got no idea about autism, what it is, what they need to know about it, and they're going to load up Sky News, they're going to be reading through and go, person with autism suing Sainsbury's because they can't take a cat in with them. And they're going to think, what's wrong with these people with autism? Every time I read something, it's always something a bit daft, you know, because it is so far-fetched. But these things are also far-fetched for some people like me. And I get it. I do get that. It'd be great to rip that mask off and be natural, be who you are. But it also isn't an autistic created world it is a non-autistic created world and we also have to play a part we can't just roll over and expect everyone to do everything for us he has to take a bit of blame in my opinion i think you know if this is causing you stress bother anxiety sadness discomfort what can you do as a person are you absolutely against the wall there is no way out of this whatsoever or are there things you can do to mitigate a few of these problems? Yeah, you could. Like I say, home delivery. There you go. Sainsbury's already offer an alternative measure than taking your cat in. You know, and what about people who absolutely do not want a cat in that store? 
are they then going to go to court because say, there's a ruling to say you can go in? You know, this this guy has options. He can go at a different time. He can do shorter trips without his cat. You don't have to be in there and do your full weekly shop. You can go every day and grab something you need. It's good exercise. But online orders are there. And I'm thinking if he's going, it's not a criminal case. It will be a civil case, surely, because it's not, it's not legal because it's Sainsbury's only have a responsibility that he's safe while he shops. But they don't have the responsibility under the Equality Act because that's more for work. So I think it'll be more civil. So when you're in civil court, you play the games of, you know, could this man cannot shop but for having his service cat with him. Is that true? No, he can online shop. He can shop at different times. He can also have some adversity. We have to have it. You can't just, you know, push it to the side. You just, you know, the shop owe a duty of care for him whilst he shops. They don't owe him more. You know, service dogs are allowed. This gentleman's got a cat. If he needed a service dog, why is, or if he needed something to take with him, the cat's great for home, but the dog could be great for outdoors as well. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud and giving my two cents on it. But I, he can shop. He, he managed to do it all the way up until getting an autism diagnosis. And now he's got a legal problem wanting to take a supermarket to court when he's 51. And why him? Why has nobody else had these issues? I'd like to think a lot of us, like me, we do what we can because it's easier to do this than to do these fights. And this isn't a fight to, you know, if he's got the energy to go to court and argue and want to talk about equality acts and want to talk about, you know, misservice and unfairness, this is for him, which I understand. But who else is it going to benefit? How, here's a question for you. How many of you have got a service cat and you face these same struggles? Let me know. I'm not having a go. I, the world is not mine to control, but I am allowed an opinion. And in my opinion, this is unnecessary. I think there's a lot more he can do to manage himself and leave his cat at home. And it'll be less stressful for him, less bother for the cat. And jobs are good. And, Taking a supermarket to court, going to the news. Bit of attention seeking. I don't know. But anyway, that's my view on the news. So until next time, thanks for watching and keep smiling.